This episode 80 of Lincoln Review. Tonight's guest, Rod Swallow. Plus, we'll talk to the inventor of anti-improv, Chad Huntley, and his student, Taylor Quick. All that and more? Yes. Only? Yes. On Lincoln Review. That one definitely went past the length of the theme song. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you so much, Wolfgang. I yeah, uh, appreciate you. Sure, you. Uh, see, we're talking about anti-improv uh, with someone later, but that was regular improv. You definitely yes-anded all of my weird pauses right there. No, I just said, I think I just said, sure. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, have you been taking those classes at UCB that we uh, we recommended? Uh, the cafeteria down the street? <laughs> yeah. Is that? Oh, I guess it kind of does look like one. You're talking about UCB Sunset. No, there's a cafeteria down the street. Oh, there. so you've just been eating food? Yeah. Uh, have you been getting a lot of, uh, do you feel like you're getting a lot of artistry, artistry out of it, like learning a lot of skills? Sometimes uh, if I'm bored with the food, I like make a shape with it. I think that's technically 101. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. All right, Wolfgang, you go back in your corner. It was nice, right. nice to talk to you. All right, great. Hey, Matt. Kevin, oh, hi. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Thanks for sitting there so patiently while I just checked in with Wolfgang. You uh, should ta- You should ask him some questions sometimes. I feel like it's one-sided. We spent a lot of time together. I believe that, yeah. Too much. Yeah, I mean, you're here all day, grinding away, recording podcasts, and he only comes out of the corner for this one, so it's like the rest of the day, you're just in a room with him. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's usually a pretty quiet guy, but, uh, <laughs> but you, get him on the, you get him on the mic, baby. Let's loose on Saturdays. <laughs> uh, how have you been, Matt? I'm I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm um, uh, I'm now officially I've I, I'm now officially like medically my I, I'm micro. I'm still I'm still talking about microdosing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a continuation from last week's episode. Yeah, I but now I've actually like put it all in pill form and, and like it, have a schedule. Oh, it's like meal prep. My, yeah, my it's dosage. field prep. Field prep. It's field prep. <laughs> field prep. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, okay. field prep is good too though because you know you want to go out in nature when you're microdosing. Uh, so have you been? How long have you been uh, taking it regularly now? No, so it's been like uh, three days now. Three days, yeah. and do you feel anything different? Uh, I feel a general uh, numbing of depression. That's good. Yeah. When you said general numbing, I was like, that sounds like depression. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I have no blood flow. Oh no! I kind of just slink around from room to room. <laughs> so, uh, uh, in case people didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, you've been microdosing uh, small bits of mushrooms. Correct? Yes. Well, I, I, I first tried it last week. Yes. And now I'm I'm ske- I've scheduled myself to I had figure out my dosage. You got and an Excel I, spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> and uh, then I figure out my dosage, and then I take them one day, and then I wait three days and I take them again, and, and just see how that goes. So you kind of just been like you're not like. Based on my experience with mushrooms, which I don't know if we even talked about, but I took them at a terrible bar recently, and that was awful. Uh, but it's like it's just, it's it's not like you're tripping out. You're not like feeling anxious or anything. You're just like huh, I feel like I feel a little less uh, shitty than I normally do, and everything's like I just take a little more joy in everything that I do. Is that kind of what it is? Uh, I take. Uh, maybe more joy, but certainly less uh, depression. Anti-joy. Yes. Uh, the colors are sometimes a little brighter when it's like hitting you initially when you've taken the pill. But it's also, yeah. it's also the next day. Like yeah. last night I had, I was, I felt, I got home and I felt fucking awful. Like the Aww. worst I've ever felt. How'd your set go? It was fine. <laughs> I just assumed you were out of thing. It was fine. Uh, and, and well, I, I could feel it underneath me w- would have been the worst I've ever felt. But there was also like, there was like a layer of kind of just like there, there's a layer of some subconscious thing on top of that, keeping that from actually like uh, affecting me. So you felt well. like it could have been like you could be in the worst of situations if you hadn't learned to 
get a handle on it or something? If I if I didn't have like a buffer on it, okay, that's what it, it kind of felt like. There was a buffer on on some like heavy depression that was just about to begin. Oh man! And you're so like, it's coming. It's like you're. It's like when it's like when a girl starts spotting. And you're like, oh, here, <laughs> all the blood's gonna come out soon. Just through my wrists. Here we go. <laughs> Any minute now. So this was last night. This was last night. And this and then, is after you've been doing it for three days, though. Right, what, microdosing for three days. Right. Well, what it was is I felt that it would have been terrible, but I, I had oh, right. some sort that of was sense the buffer. like on top of it, and then okay. I, I, I I I drank a beer and I felt fucking normal and mm. good, and then I went to bed. And I laid in bed for an hour, compartmentalizing all of like my the issues that caused me to feel like that. Yeah. And I realize now I should just get a therapist. <laughs> But drugs are so much fun. What, what if I could do well, it? Well, the thing is, if you went to a therapist for the things that you have, like I've taken drugs that therapists have given me before. It's the same shit. Right. They would be like, you You mean talking it out is one thing and that, that would probably be helpful. But like if it's a thing where you chemically need to suppress some shit with some kind of medication, you're just doing the version of that that isn't sold to you by, you know, pharmaceutical companies. Right. But I mean, what I, what I need to figure out is... Um, it's about just like getting, figuring out ways to get around the problem and like not ignoring it. Right. Just to be able to function with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like strategies to kind of just accept things I can't, that are in the future that are yeah. bothering me and just staying in the moment well, is well, the biggest, like the hardest thing. Yeah. And with this, you feel like you're able to do that better. I, I feel like it's helping me kind of like put it all, to, put, put it all into words and, and compartmentalize it. Give me some sort of basic, basic idea of how to move forward. Yeah. Without, uh, uh, feeling all that shit. By the way, folks, we'd like to remind you this is a comedy podcast. Hey, this is good. This is funny stuff if you're more depressed. Yeah, this is actually the most accurate comedy podcast we've ever done, I think. <laughs> How do you deal with your demons, Matt? Well, the way that you describe it, though, is exact. Because I used to take small doses of Xanax to help me get through my work day because uh-huh. it was when I was working for Cthulhu. And I was just having – it was back-to-back calls all day. I was getting yelled at all day. And, like, I was starting to, like, lose my shit. And, like, I started doing Xanax to help me get through that. And it was like, it still sucks, but I'm like – more on top of the suck. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, yes. And uh, and when, when you say, like, I should go see a therapist, and yeah, ev- I think everybody who feels shitty should at some point try out a therapist just to see if it works for them. But, like, at the very, very minimum, you're just doing a thing that for some reason is illegal, but it would be legal if you just bought it for way more money because, as far as I know, mushrooms are cheaper than uh, Valium. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. My, my my experience with Valium is very limited, but Vicodin, not so much. My my personal pharmacy is cheap. <laughs> yeah, it's this guy Todd. <laughs> Met him at the Liquid Zoo. <laughs> I don't know. Did I tell that story on here about that a few weeks ago? I think we might have run out of time in the intro and I didn't talk about how I met a comic at the Liquid Zoo, which, as we've talked about on this podcast, is a very uh, divey, uh, kind of sketchy sure. bar where there's a comedy open mic all the time. And uh, the comic was from Vegas, and he was like, hey, I'm moving down here, uh, and I'm going to be selling mushrooms if anyone wants free samples. Those were the first two things he said to you. That was about it. I'm not even kidding. Like, I saw his set. I said, hey, nice set. And he said, I have drugs. <laughs> that was about how I got there. And and he gave me a very small amount, like a stem and a half, maybe. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I've taken mushrooms before. This will, at the very least, I'll just feel a little better. And mm-hmm. I took them, and I didn't feel anything for a long time. And then right as I was about to go on stage, oh, here, of course. Now you weren't wearing in. any pants. Yeah, and I, and I had a test due. <laughs> Classic <laughs> comedy story. And all my teeth fell out. <laughs> Because I was tripping balls, man. Um, but like, it was what happened was right before I went on stage, there was a comic on stage that was being heckled 
aggressively by another comic in the audience. Oh, oh fun times. And that's when the mushrooms started hitting me. I'm like, oh, great, I'm next. And then uh, I got through most of my set. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I did really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had one person compliment me that has never complimented me in four and a half years of comedy. So that was interesting. Was it me? Uh, you weren't there that okay, night, good. and I'm still waiting on that one. So <laughs> I'll tell you who it is off mic just because I, I feel like I could have dropped so many names in that story, and I don't really feel like doing it. Yeah, but, you can do that in every story. It doesn't mean they were there. But if I feel like <laughs> – that's true. So Louis C.K. came up uh-huh. to me at the Liquid uh-huh. Zoo and said, man, you're funny on mushrooms. Also, my kids are pieces of shit, and I probably jack off in front of females. Uh, uh, on brand. On brand. Yeah, yeah. So far, nailing it. Um, but yeah, like that thing is like, I don't like, lo- I've, I realized lately that I don't like losing control anymore. Like I mm. only, the only drugs I'll do is stuff that I feel like I'm in control of. Right. So like that microdosing thing does sound like something that I could actually get into. Yeah. Cause it's life. I feel like I'm losing control. Of. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is I have a control. I have con- enough control on life yeah. that as soon as I lose my like grounded sobriety or like, you know, if I'm drinking or whatever, it's fine. Uh, or like on like, you know, maybe a Xanax or whatever. I'm fine. Vicodin, whatever. But like as soon as I Zanny do... Andy, we call you. <laughs> Zanny Anderson. <laughs> Kevin Xanaxerson. Xanaxerson. <laughs> um, but I've, I've lost the ability. Like that's why we talked about with Catherine Claypool a few episodes right. ago. I don't like smoking weed anymore because I don't feel in control. And the way that, that microdosing sounds like, it's you're pretty much just going about your day, just not wanting to fucking die. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So maybe I'll look into that. I don't know. Sell me drugs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You heard it here first, folks. That's the longest setup to a give me drugs thing ever. It's yeah, like, usually you should just open with that. You that's should, how you used to have to get weed, like shit like that. Now you just say, yeah, my back hurts. Yeah, you used to, like, you're looking for weed, you're like, oh, how are the kids? Uh, uh, we're in high school. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> would you get, you take a test lately or something? What's, <laughs> what's the deal? What do you go to the parking lot three three times a, a day? What are you doing out there? What are you doing? What are you doing in that parking lot, you silly old so and so? What are you yeah. painting the lines? You stealing forks? <laughs> stealing forks. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so you've given me some hope, and I'm glad it's working for you. Well, we'll see. It's day three. Yeah. I mean, it's, no th- it's nothing like Molly Matt. We're never going to get that back. We'll never recapture Molly Matt. No, no, that's for the best. But day three, uh, Shooting we'll star. see. Uh, listeners, write in. Let us know if you can hear the microdosing and Matt's uh, hosting this today. <laughs> I sound slightly happier. Yeah. Is he masking his pain as well? That would be great. That'd be a great, like, really accurate, like, reviews. Like, I don't know. I like this episode, but uh, you could just tell that the guy had a lot of other stuff on his mind <laughs> by the way that he kept kind of, uh, you know, dropping off at the end of his sentences. Like, obviously, he's got some bills due. He's got some self-inflicted demons. He's just not addressing. And he's <laughs> hiding it through a general jeeriness. But love the podcast. <laughs> love the guests. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Uh, it's great stuff. Um, I don't know. Anything else going on? I don't really... I mean, I went to Disneyland this week, but I've talked about that enough. And we don't yeah. have Travis Clark here, so it won't even be that fun. Well, we do have Clean Face Kev here. Clean Face Kev? Oh, yeah. I did shave my face. Yeah. Uh, on the uh, on the day that we're recording this tonight, I'm going to be uh, doing cosplay comedy as Scott Pilgrim, who you, is... You look like your younger brother. I don't have one. But you are him. Whoa. Did I did you microdose me, bro? Dude, I am my younger brother because like I feel like such a child at heart. Uh-huh. Fuck. Dude, if all the politicians in the world just smoke weed, dude, <laughs> we would end war. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I uh, did it for cosplay, uh, comedy, because Scott Pilgrim's a baby face. So uh, mm-hmm. going to be fun. I'm excited. I'll give you the update on that next episode, how that went. It'd be weird if you gave it now. Yeah, it's it, I fucking slayed, bro. Dude, you killed it out there, man. Uh, fake news. <laughs> Alternative uh, laughs. <laughs>, yeah. 
Episode title? We'll find Booze out. Booze are just alternative laps. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. My face feels weirder. When was the last time you were clean shaven? You're beardy face still. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen you completely clean shaven. No, I don't. I don't clean shave. You don't clean shave. No, I just I do the uh, scruff. Yeah, That's I it. go. I do the one on the I, I don't. Uh, there's no need for me to get uh, all cutty on my face. Quit hiding behind your your beard, Matt. You got a beautiful face. Well, if you notice with the beard, then I'm fine. Oh shit! You just blew my mind, yeah, I'm bro. I'm your younger brother, dude. I'm fucked up. I'm your middle brother. I'm your middle brother. I'm you. I'm you, man. I'm you in a parallel. I'm you in a parallel dimension where uh, you interrupt me. <laughs> Something where I'm interrupting yeah. myself. I yeah. don't know. Uh, we'll definitely talk about all this and more with our completely sober upcoming guest, Ron Swallow. Oh, nice. <laughs> sober his entire life. We could talk about that. Uh-huh. Uh, we got Ron Swallow, and then uh, I'm excited to have him on for sure because he was probably the first person I uh, that gave me a pity laugh at an open mic in the city. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> That's a real thing. Uh, and then we're going to talk to the inventor of anti-improv, Chad wow. Huntley. Wow. Which I feel like we do that a lot already on this show. Well, people say it's not funny. <laughs> Is that good? Yes, and well, I guess I guess we don't do it. Um, and he's brought one of his students along, Taylor Quick. Oh, so okay. uh, maybe they can do some scenes for us. We can learn about the history of that. I don't know. It's gonna be a fun episode, I think. We have a lot to learn, Kevin. It we sounds do. Like you want to take us to break since I'm terrible at it. No, I don't. Uh, I'll, I'll fucking do it. All right, yeah, Wolfgang, take us to break. Uh, I'll go to break. Let's do a little more than that. We're still going to break. Uh, we'll be back after uh, the break's over. You know what? I like it. Got everything out that we needed. Mm-hmm. But good. I still took us to break. <laughs> we'll be back. And then people book you. Yeah, that's mostly why I want to do it. I want to start a show just so people book me on their shows. I'll, I'll tell you later about how shitty the... Uh, uh, the trying to buy a theater thing went. Oh, tell us right now, because we're in, baby. Hey, it's Cold open. Hey, Blinkin' Review. Yeah. We are back here with comedian Ron Swallow, everybody. Hi. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> greetings, greetings, sir. sir. Indeed. Uh, um, so we'll get to we'll get to all the fun questions I had in mind in a second. But you, uh, I remember you did tell me recently that you were going to try to buy a, a little uh, theater venue and turn yeah. into a comedy club. And apparently that did not go well. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> turns out I have terrible credit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, cause I took a school loan out, uh, and, uh, even though I'm still going to college as an old guy, yeah. uh, apparently it makes my credit under 600. Oh, shit. Which I don't know if you know this, but, uh, mm. no one gives you a loan. Ah. You're, <laughs> That's the line. Yeah, that score. And then on top of that, uh, I thought maybe it was a bad idea. Really? To, to spend $275,000 on a theater. Yeah. That was only going to. Stand up. Yeah, I mean, I can build. Yeah, <laughs> you can build I one. Can build for less. one for about twelve thousand, <laughs> like, and get really good equipment. So yeah, spending twelve thousand. What you're saying is open mics are cheap. <laughs> yeah, well, and even if you put together a good, sh- good theater and start trying to get a crowd of people, yeah, uh, you could do that relatively inexpensively. And and if I used a Kickstarter to do it, I could get promotions for the show. Yeah, and then raise money to do like a an actual, like a, what am I, word am I looking for? The ones where you uh, bringer. <laughs> no, that <laughs> will never that happen. Actual bringer show. No. That'll never happen. I know. I would never assume in a million years that you would ever look. Speak I don't have. Such. I I'm not one of those guys that 
completely hates bringers. Yeah. Uh, I think every comic who starts out should take every single show that they uh, they get. Yeah. And uh, I don't like a lot of the people who run bringer rooms. Yeah. That's, let's say that. Unless they listen. Then they're... Wow, <laughs> <huge> <laughs> well, for the listener, just in case uh, this terminology isn't... Uh, it, a bringer show is basically where a producer will book usually a newer comic on a show, but they will require them to bring... X amount of people. Sometimes it's five. Some, I've seen ones that are like fifteen. Yeah, before yes. they even can yeah. get three or five minutes. Yeah, of like time. they've been doing it maybe six months, and they're... it's code word for have uh, your friends need to spend one hundred and fifty dollars yeah. tonight. And it's... the worst part about it is that a lot of times it's a comedian booking the show right and that's my big problem with it mm-hmm. like if it was just some guy who's a producer who's like hey I'm trying to make money and I think yeah. this is a great idea yeah. and he's kind of rotund he's smoking a cigar yeah yeah exactly that's, then I'd be <laughs> like perfect gotta get him in here buddy yeah yeah so how are we gonna get people in here I know oh, I won't do any work <laughs> my heart and I'll make comedians whose lives already suck dick work Bring even in. harder I ain't like, gonna put up a poster or nothing <laughs> exactly I'm just gonna sit here in my oversized lounge also, chair so I'd like the show to be terrible. <laughs> yes. I want to make sure there's 20 comics doing two minutes each which, so you never get an idea of who they are. <laughs> and which, by the way, is uh, is terrible for regular stand-up. You can't... Yes. It's yes. the reason when we go to a bar mic that people come into L.A. and in L.A. and you go to a bar mic and the people hear there's comedy and they just leave. Yeah. Or they get mad. Yeah. It's because they've seen so much bad comedy everywhere. Yeah. And, and uh, when you do... If you ever go to an open mic at a different state like mm. if you're on the road doing a show at a club yeah and you go to their open mic there are people yeah at yeah their I've, open heard, mic. Yes. I've heard stories like that yeah like i used to go <laughs> i've heard stories well, i've got I've a few times i've gone up even as far away as like you know 45 minutes north so ventura and back in its heyday like you go to their monday night open mic and it's like you're doing a show and yeah. they'll give you right. like 10 plus minutes and it's like, wait, is this how it could be? Yeah, the <laughs> like, comedy store is starting to be like that again on their Monday night open mic. And oh, of course, really? you only get three minutes, but their place is packed now again. Yeah. Oh, nice. Because they have a new manager who's like really taking care of business uh, and making comics good. And people beautiful. really have a chance now there. I'd suggest people start going to the that actually be, comedy store. Because I've been avoiding that place like the plague for so long well, just because my limited experience there was bringer shows and open mics that felt like death. So. Yeah. And <laughs> it's getting a lot better. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll note it uh, uh, just for anybody out there who's heard me openly shit on the comedy store recently i apologize it's probably good now <laughs> well i mean there's parts that suck some yeah. of the regulars are assholes yeah and, but you're gonna you're doing comedy right? yeah you're yeah. gonna deal with fucking assholes because you don't <laughs> you that was the craziest thing i moved here it's got to be 2001 yeah and i remember when i was moving from albuquerque where i did not fit in with people <laughs> that's where you're from originally yeah right? albuquerque okay. new mexico and i was like was because you're soft was, <laughs> yeah yeah that's basically uh, i was like a person who cared about human beings yeah. and soft wanted to talk about things and, and didn't do meth and sure be funny <laughs> yeah. but you know like also have i don't know some points to what you're talking about show us your butt yeah <laughs> show us what talk about your dick <laughs> say say women are stupid I was, oh my god I was, did you do that i was literally about to say say women are stupid yeah. Like, that's I, a that's huge, in, amazing uh, that you talk just, about how your wife doesn't suck your dick. Yeah, I like that. So in Albuquerque, they don't do bringer shows, but you have to do ten minutes on how women are stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. and then you'll do real well too. By the way, you can come do this that's show, not necessarily but you true, have to bring way, but... five racially motivated statements. With you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were doing comedy for a while in Albuquerque before you moved here. Yeah, from six till twenty, sixteen to twenty-two. I thought you meant ages six. No, but I was sixteen years old. Six. So. Oh, you started at sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. The first open mic I did was at a at a church camp 
Really? Yeah, you know I'm an atheist now. So, oh, but, uh, aggressively so. Yeah. So you really were like, what's the deal with Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Uh, do you guys know what the secret is? Uh, uh, yeah, we talked yeah. a little bit about it last week it's on the positive show. Positive mental thinking. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's and it's picturing what you want and putting a vision board up. Like you want a Mercedes Benz, you put yeah. a picture of a Mercedes yeah. Benz, and then you'll magically get a Mercedes and Benz. I'm gonna fuck the guy. Of course. Why wouldn't model? you fuck that? Because <laughs> it's very sexy. Hey, hey, don't kink shame on this podcast. Oh, no, 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 I see you guys. Fuck whatever you want. Thank yeah. you. Well, yeah. Well, well, but you know, make sure it's as long as the, as long as the automobile gives you permission. Right. Yeah. And is, is, is okay. at least above a nineteen uh, below a nineteen ninety model or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. That. You're okay. <laughs> Other than that. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. No Priuses, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but cars. but uh, but the the basic idea is that like you can create your own reality right. by with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. This guy Ernest Holmes thought like, well. Uh, God is the only thing that existed. So when it created the universe and the earth and everything else, it had to create from itself. Uh-huh. So anything that exists is connected to God. And so therefore, if you're conscious, you can create your own reality through the connection that you have with God. That's because the theory behind we're it. We're all God. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, Sweet. Uh, and yeah, that's the basic idea. That actually sounds really progressive from the standpoint. Oh, of it like, is. Yeah. So it was not like a. It was not burn a. It was, no, absolutely okay. not. Well, uh, unless you, unless you put that in your vision board. Yeah. And then that's your problem. <laughs> that's, that's not something Ernest Holmes put in <laughs> right. the Science of Mind book. His, his vision board just has a big picture of RuPaul with a circle slash <laughs> through yeah. it. It's uh, it was called Science of Mind or Religious Science, which okay. is not Scientology or Christian Science. Just so we're clear. wow. Uh, it's weird. It's it's There's weird. A spectrum. It's weird as any of them. Uh, my biggest problem with it was they uh, what I what we like to call the metaphysical guilt. That's that everything mm. that's also bad in your life is your fault. Oh, because yeah. your since your thoughts uh, form your entire you know existence, uh, that means any bad shit that happens to you. Uh, that was because you weren't thinking. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Microdosing, baby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and none of that's true. Uh, <laughs> if you're a victim, that's Shit. not your fault. Yeah. Shit happens. Things are terrible sometimes. And sure, sometimes you can avoid being in a bad situation, but- Don't text and drive. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't be a shitbag to people. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah, those yeah. whole things. Uh, and thinking positive, nothing wrong with thinking positive. Right. That helps you be more active in life and uh, look out for the good things that could be possible. But uh, I asked a, a question about like, well, what if someone gets mugged or raped or whatever? And yeah. they were like, well, you know, you know, <laughs> if they thought they were more, if they believed they were safe, they would have been safe, and I was like, I'm oh gonna leave my. now. Okay. Yeah, that's... that was. I'm good. This is a, uh, you know, no. Wow. I'm done. Well, that's the type of thing that keeps people in the program, though. Because yeah, because you're like, absolutely. well, I'm not safe here, so <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, yeah exactly. Do I guess I got to keep thinking about being safe all the time. <laughs> right. It's that snake eating its own tail. It's... Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, I got to tell you, uh, and I'm not saying anyone should be an atheist or anybody can believe whatever they want to believe. That's yeah. right, so, a problem. Uh, Today, Ron Swallow says everybody should be atheist. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the episode title. I mean, Ron honestly, says- that is actually kind of what I believe. I think it would be better. It's honestly. like 45 minutes of your real. stand-up. <laughs> um, but being, becoming an atheist was like the most freeing thing in the world for me because I stopped yeah. worrying about all my thoughts uh, all the yeah, time. Yeah. I just was like, oh, I just go do stuff yeah. and it'll happen how it happens. And I don't have a lot of control over it. And that's not a big deal. Right. I vaguely so, had uh, some- Sorry, I'm so serious. All no, the no, time. no. This no. is great. Uh, it's, uh, I used- I used to kind of have an idea of like I probably believed in God for a little bit, but the time I stopped believing God was right when you moved to L.A. because it was 2001 and 911 happened. I was like, oh, there's no God. Like that was it for me. I was 11 years old, and like I was like, yeah, I just don't think that's for me. And like I, I used to like in college, I went through that. F- period of being like an atheist but I really had to let everybody know and I yeah, was like I've just done that as, too. yeah just as annoying as like any devout whatever religion and now I just kind of like 
As long as you're not hurting anybody or telling rapists that it's their fault because they weren't trying hard enough or whatever. Or yeah. rape, rape victims, I mean. Yeah. Rapists, it's your, it is the rapist's fault. That's 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Kluger has the best joke ever about uh, uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh-huh. Uh, it was people would defend him all the time, and they'll yeah. be like, they'll be like, well, you know, uh, chicks lie. And then he's like, she's like, yeah, sometimes. You know who else lies? Rapists. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty much solid logic right yeah. there. It's like, well, chicks lie, but yeah, but you know, it's probably going to lie more. <laughs> they're doing it for the, that's the thing that people say, oh, they're, they're, they're doing it because they want to get money or attention or something. I'm like, that is, that's who so, was? that's such a weird <laughs> sliver of the pie chart to fucking go behind. You know, it's, a, it's the, uh, it's the point zero 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 five percent Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, well, I know a guy that knew a guy that read about it. <laughs> terrible yeah in the national Enquirer. yeah it's, exactly it's it's people who are shitty at math <laughs> that's, that's the way i look yeah, at it yeah, like they don't get fractions like i remember like whenever someone's racist you're like like i you know if you like a dude told me like i was telling him a story about when i was a kid i got uh jumped by some uh gang members and i got my nose broken yeah and uh and and they were like some latino dudes or whatever because he asked yeah of course and I didn't even mention it. I was just like, these guys yeah. were fucking, yelling at us. We didn't cross Mexicans. the street. These guys punched me in the face. You know, like that's basic story. Yeah. I screamed like a bitch and ran across the street. Uh, and then somebody dropped a phone like it was like a movie. Really? I like, looked so bad because blood was flying. <laughs> and it, it, it yeah. hit the ground in yeah. slow motion and like. Yeah, pretty much. It was like, it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, but then he. Funny to me now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not so funny at the time. But so you're just, telling, painful the, you're just telling this story to the yeah. guy and he's like, well, what race were they? Like, like yeah, really pretty much. Oh, it was. He actually said, it was Mexicans, right? Ugh. And then I said, well, yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, I've got some prejudice I need you to confirm. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I just want to make sure that it's the people that I don't like. I just want to make sure I'm hating the right things. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, maybe he secretly wanted me to say no, it was black people or something. But um, He's like, hey, you I'm know in what? New I'll Mexico. Yeah, there was yeah. like three black people. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> so, hey, I'll take it, man. It was it Jim, Jeff, or John? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then- uh, J, J, J. And it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, dude, but- I grew up in New Mexico, right. yeah, where there are at least, I mean, 600,000 people in Albuquerque, at least 400,000 of them are probably Latino yeah. of some type. And let me tell you, uh, there were four gangsters who jumped me and the other 399,996 yeah. of them are not jumping me. Yeah. Oh, I got it. <laughs> and I don't know if you're good at math, bro. No one talks about those people. Yeah, exactly. I got rear-ended in Beverly Hills. Oh, it was probably a white person, right? right. Oh, my God. How did you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it was probably an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they were on Instagram, weren't they? Uh, yeah, no, that is some... That did is they some have show. plastic surgery? <laughs> yeah, how do you talk around that? <laughs> Be like, no, it was actually their gardener. Oh, okay. Actually, well, now I don't... Now I just... I just... I, back then, I would just answer them and be like, be uncomfortable. Now I just, yeah. I just say, "Hey, how about we not be racist right now?" Yeah, I, I just stopped. That's a good idea. Like I don't do that anymore because I put up with too much people. Uh, I've I've toured to all the white places, mm -hmm. Montana, like the Nebraska, white, white places. You know, Idaho, which is the worst, by the way. Idaho, Idaho? is the race, most racist place I've ever been. Duly noted. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then just you know. They just say crazy white racist shit to you. Yeah, do you get not knowing? And so I just got to a point where I was like, once they start doing that, I just go, no, bro. <laughs> and you probably, as a white guy, like doing stand up in those states, like they probably 
like and probably not after they see your act, but beforehand they're like, hey, this guy probably agrees with me. So they come at you like a friend, like, hey, you know, yeah, there's exactly. a couple black guys in the audience tonight. Are you going to be okay? Like, dude, I'm, you're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of you are the problem. Let me tell you a secret. We're all going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just, they're going around looking for confirmation. Yeah. From the, absolutely. I mean, they, and that's like, I was reading a, a fascinating article, but like, that's what the internet has become. Yeah. The internet is just the ultimate hive mind to prove mm-hmm. whatever you want to prove in your head. Yeah. So if you you're, if you're against vaccines, all you do is you look up the one dude yeah. who's against vaccines. <laughs> yep. He has yeah. he found one research paper that said one in every four thousand kids who've gotten a shot got yeah got autism. Which so is, clearly that's real. They which, switched the needles. It was just funny. <laughs> it was just funny too because it's probably lower than the actual just average rate of people who just get autism <laughs> right. anyway. Like it it's is. probably yeah. If you look at the stats, <laughs> that's but like you don't see that because as Bill Burr says in a joke similarly, he just goes, "You already got your bullshit in your head," and you just go to I'mRight.com and like <laughs> yep. yeah, it's fucking oh god, it's terrible. I had friends like that growing up that uh, luckily uh, don't. Nowhere within my scope of vision anymore. They don't listen. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not. In, I don't know if we've made it to Korea yet. <laughs> the one guy I'm thinking of moved to Korea. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's they have you have your you have your shit in your head already, and you just like and the smart people too, like people that academically are smart, yep. who are still doing that, and that's they why fix, they fix bridges, they fix cars. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, that's they, right. You know, like they have vast <laughs> knowledge about specific subjects <laughs> and zero knowledge about other things. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually my favorite thing is really hot dudes who are terrible at talking to chicks. Oh, <laughs> I love that. It is weird. It's a weird thing because they're just used to like like in high school and stuff. They'd be like, it just happened so because easily. I'm hot. Right. Yeah, yeah. And now if you go to talk to a, a, a lady in the bar and you're an idiot, there's a good portion of ladies that'd be like, yeah, get the fuck. Yeah, away yeah. What from are you me? doing? You've, the, or, I don't or care how just... good looking you are. There's a 40 million good looking dudes yeah. in this town. I actually remember one of the first. Uh, I said in the intro that Ron Swallow was the host, one of the first mics I ever did in LA. And I remember before we really knew each other really well, I was doing a bit about being lonely and like not hooking up with girls because I of my everything inside. But you were just like, dude, if I looked like you, I'd be crushing. Like you said that. <laughs> you said wow. something like wow. that about. Yeah, yeah. And it, like it got wow. in my head like as like a. Okay, so maybe I should retool the joke, but also like compliments, I guess. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Should I fuck him now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for those uh, those notes and those pity laughs in my early no, you're days, welcome, man. man. Very much appreciate. Yeah, you actually are very funny. Oh, yeah. actually, in <laughs> wow. case any of in case 80 episodes hasn't drilled that home to our listeners, yeah. I, Ron Swallow says I'm actually kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but you said you moved here to, in 2001. Uh, and you moved I think from it was 2001. It's 2017 now. Yeah, 16 it was years. Many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, you were doing comedy that whole time. And did you uh, find it easy to adjust to LA, or were you kind of like, "What am I doing here? This is weird." Well, that was actually uh, as far as the living goes. I I figured that out. I've been on my own since I was uh, almost 17. Oh, so, that's right. So I'm that's adjusting to living at a place that wasn't a big deal. But I will say that uh, I was not good at comedy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. did not know because in New Mexico, I was yeah. amazing at comedy. <laughs> I was by far the best local and I usually did pretty well and I always had audiences, you know, and uh, and then I moved out here and started watching guys. and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. I am not actually good at this. Yeah. That's must be. How, how long had you been doing it at that point? A couple of years? Uh Six years at that six point. Six years. But of course, it was from 16 to 22 in right. a place where there's only one open mic a month. Yeah. Or at least oh, there was. Boy. They yeah. actually have a little bit of a scene now in New Mexico, but... Yeah, back then I can imagine that, like, you know, little fish, or no, big fish, little pond, like, and especially that's the thing is I'm actually, there's times when I wish I had started comedy earlier, but I also think of who I was when I was, like, 16 through 21. Yeah, I was, I'm a totally different person. Yeah, like, there's, that material would, I would just hate it. Like, I would be like, you shut up, like, everything you're saying, shut up. I've still used some of the jokes, but I've rewritten them. 
like a lot for for a few decades of uh, knowledge yeah. <laughs> gained exactly within. So yeah, you just kind of learned. Oh shit, I gotta uh, I gotta work harder. <laughs> gotta work harder. Gotta be smarter. Gotta be funnier. Yep. Yeah, you can't do that bit where you have a can you can't open anymore. Now you have a can open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was was your act kind of? Did you would you looking back on it say it was kind of hacky or was it just stories it hacky, about your life? Uh, because you've lived a life. Yeah. Well, as... some of it was stories about my life that I just wasn't telling very well. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't doing it. I mean, I like, you know, the joke about my having my silver teeth. and I and... know it, but Matt doesn't. So if you want to tell him. <laughs> I do a bit. I mean. Well, you could talk. I think it would be interesting to, to hear a little bit about your home life at that time because it's pretty it's pretty wild. If yeah. You just I... kind of briefly describe it or something. Well, I mean, my dad was a, a crazy alcoholic guy who got out of the... Uh, army by basically divorcing my mom and then forcing her to give up custody oh god uh and then we ended up i mean this is me putting together stories from both of them right uh and kind of trying to figure out and knowing my dad and he's a sneaky really smart asshole see the earlier part of this segment (laughs) (laughs) that kind of guy (laughs) yeah very very smart very very big asshole Mm. uh and uh basically my mom was like hey i can't uh, take care of the kids if you don't send child support. And he was like, I think you're doing drugs. <laughs> and uh, it was the 80s. So there's a good chance yeah. my mom was probably at least smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. At least. If not, uh, plenty more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, whether that's true or not, he still should have been sending child yeah, support. Yeah, that's what you do. Uh, but you he did child. that because yeah, my mom at the time wasn't very confident. My mom now, by the way, probably one of the raddest people around. Yeah, you guys would love to my Swallow. Mom. Um, well, she's uh, no longer a swallow. Oh, okay. She got uh, out of that Bullard. game. She, she married, got out of that game. She married a mountain man named Ken oh, yeah. uh, with a giant beard who's the coolest, toughest dude. Oh, that's that's nice. amazing ending to the story. Well, yeah, yeah. it's a, the, the story that I know already, but that you're just going to get to <laughs> the now. End. Yeah. The end. The end. And my mom's happy now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mother's Day is tomorrow on the day we're recording this, <laughs> yeah. so it's nice. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to. But if you haven't called your mom yet, do it now. Do it, yeah. <laughs> do it now. You're, you're several days late at this <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> Sorry, that was my bad Arnold. I was no. doing Arnold impressions when I first started. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I did have a joke about uh, Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, had course. one, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. I still got three, so. <laughs> no, never would. No. Yeah, I had jokes about religion that weren't good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, so then uh, then my my dad was like, well, just send them to me. Yeah. So me and my brother got sent back. And then my dad got an honorable discharge from the army immediately. And I don't think he liked the army very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. But he did get a, you know a bit of an education out of it. So he got, did some mechanical engineering and all that stuff. Uh, and he drank a lot. Mm-hmm. And... I don't want, you know, there are people who have been, uh, had their asses kicked by their parents. Yeah. And I don't want to include myself in as bad a light as those people. Yeah. But there was some violence. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, there was some hey, violence. You know? And I don't know, like, you this know, is part of my joke is, 16. I don't know if you know this, but adults are not supposed to ever punch their kids. <laughs> like, not ever. Or hit them with the with a belt in the face you know like that's right. unless you go to that one website that says it actually helps them become successful later right, on in right, life yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course I want to beat the yeah. shit out of my kids oh it does help them be successful in jail <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they'll move a lot of product in jail yeah yeah uh, look at the statistics in jail and they talk about uh, people who are in for violence or like somewhere around sure. 85% were hit by their parents oh. so if you believe hitting your kids is a good idea you're wrong but they're the most disciplined and you're a people. piece of shit <laughs> right. yeah because well, yeah, kids who get hit grow up to hit their kids yeah because that's what they know or just and, hit and something. hit other big, and just other hit people. something. Yeah. They think hitting is like a that's, normal thing that people who love them do. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a fascinating um, 
and it's kind of the thesis of S Town, uh, Shit Town, in a way. But if you haven't, it, if you haven't listened to that, it doesn't matter. But this whole idea of like, if you are born at one, three is classy to you. Yeah. But if you're born at five, three is fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so this whole idea, everything's relative to to where you are. So if you hit your kids, they learn that thing in a relative way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. And so, and then they'll see something where like, oh, someone's just spanking him. They're like, well, my dad beat the shit out of me. Yeah. What's spanking? My dad spanking? had yeah. guns Nothing. and, sh- and yeah. put him on my face. So yeah. what is, he's just hitting him. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I, like, I, sometimes I feel that way. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, I just got hit. It's yeah. not a big deal. Right. Like, for, and not a lot. Like, I, it's not like he was beating me every day. It's there just every once in a while, yeah. I would be a shithead and it would push him over the, the, the top and he would lose his temper. Yeah, I, 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 I even, even to a lesser extent, can fall into that category because there's maybe a time, like once or twice, they tried it out. I'm like, that's probably not good. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I saw I'd be like oh yeah I kind of get it but like and then you hear someone with a real story yeah I'm like, like I didn't get you know m- cigarettes put out on my <laughs> hand or right, you know like right. any of that insane shit that I have friends who have been through that mm-hmm. sort of thing all that Oscar winning shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is what they give you Oscars for right here. so but yeah uh, you had that one time though when you fought back right oh yeah when I beat up my whole family yeah I have a couple of times actually uh, one time a couple of times one time well th- this was one of the best times because it was such a great feeling because my I don't know why I, my dad did this but he you know like put me in some martial arts classes <laughs> And which is a terrible idea if you put your angry the most dangerous yeah. game. Yeah. Well, he was probably like, well, if he fights back, then uh, then it's consensual. Yeah. 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 Then I can, then it's not a big deal. <laughs> That's right. uh, but he uh, shot. and admittedly, I was being a little shit here. Yeah. Uh, my stepmom said something kind of rude to me, and I told her to go fuck herself. Yeah. And my dad, uh, my dad tried to hit me, and I blocked it. Oh yes. Oh, and, this, is a, this is Matrix. Yeah. It was sweet. It was sweet. It I was like I one. remember when it happened, and then I said. Yeah, you don't get to hit me anymore. Oh, and that wow. was that was like the one camera. of the best moments of my life. I love that I guess, so much. That, it's, um, that's, that's literally like yeah. everyone who's ever been bullied. Like that's their like dream like fantasy. It's just like yeah. I mean, not I have jokes anymore. about not it. Today, but Satan. Bullies never bothered me because they didn't hit as hard as my dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. It's like wow, this is a wonderful moment. It's too bad all the trauma brought this <laughs> to here. Um, and then, uh, but the the story. About my family is pretty. My dad once accused me. I, I was gone for a couple of days, which was crappy. And I came back, and my dad was like, "Where were you?" And I was like, "I was at my friend's house." And then he was like, "He was like, no, you weren't. We know you're in a gang, and that you're on drugs. We know it. <laughs> and if you and a lot of people already know this, but I've literally never done drugs or yeah. ever drank. And in fact, yeah, uh, a week before that, I had been at a school teaching kids." Uh, that they shouldn't do drugs. I don't know. Maybe that was your gang. Yeah. yeah. That a nice Maybe cover. that's my gang. I was part of the D.A.R.E. gang. Yeah. We really tried to help kids not become meth addicts. It was really... Uh, and uh, and then he was like, and he was like, we know you're in a gang. And I, I, I if you've ever seen a picture of me, um, I don't look much different. Just take away my beard, uh, and I have no chin. I'm pretty sure gangs don't let you in if you have no chin. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what the rules are on that. Uh, but uh, uh, and then the joke I do is I say, yeah, you know who? What you're never gonna hear Dr. Dre say is, you know who the hottest motherfucker in the hood is? Ron Swallow. <laughs> uh, That's true. But then my dad was like, uh, he was like telling me. A couple of weeks earlier, he was blocking the door, and a couple of weeks earlier, he had told me that when um, an adult, uh, a parent blocks the door, if a kid tries to remove them aside, it's considered parent abuse. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which is total bullshit. <laughs> Found that online as well. Yeah. It's total bullshit. Yeah, especially in the, what was that, the late 90s? That's a that's a good Google. That's a Yahoo it, search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> it, was, it was early enough that there really wasn't much case. internet at that point, actually. Because I, I thought it was just 1992, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The, the first discs were just being sent out or about Although to be he did get me into computers and fantasy books. Oh. So, you know, it's one of those Swallow things. Legacy lives and he gave on. me a fantastic singing voice. So, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, I shouldn't say fantastic. It's sucks. I, I would say you can rock it's, a Ronnie James Dio like a motherfucker. Yeah, I'll say fun. that much. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can sing a little bit. <laughs> um, and that then, means that's code for I'm pretty good. I just don't want to. Yeah, about but, I, but I'm not an <laughs> asshole. <Yeah. laughs> so then, uh, so then uh, I wanted to walk around outside because usually that's what I would do when I was pet mad. I would just go walk around and then not punch anybody. That's a really good system. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but he was blocking the door, uh, so I did what anybody else would do at that time, and I tried to jump out the second story window. <laughs> <laughs> And my dad grabbed me from behind, and that's the joke I do. Is like, you know, I, I said it earlier, like, don't put your angry kids in martial arts classes because they'll kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I like elbowed him in the ribs a bunch of times, tried to poke him in the eyes. I missed his eyes, but I tried to punch <laughs> him in the face because he had me from behind, so I was trying to get him in the eyes. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and oh then uh, I how got, old were you again? Fourteen. Uh, <laughs> Maybe fifteen. I was, I was like, I hope I get to play lacrosse this year. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just out here just beating up your dad. <laughs> my my, my Tamagotchi's dead. Oh <laughs> man, it's tough being a Sacramento. Sucks, man. <laughs> uh, but oh, then uh, I try to run downstairs. Uh, my stepmom was blocking the front door, and even Jeez. though I've already smacked the shit out of my dad, like I tried, like I was like, oh, I can't knock her down because. <laughs> Parent abuse. Chivalry and parent abuse. abuse. Uh, So then I tried to go run out the back door, and my stepsister and my brother are there, and my stepsister jumps on my back, and my brother starts throwing punches at me. Oh, man. Um, And I'm ducking the punches, and of course... I, mean, I don't know why I'm saying this, but the joke I do is I go like I felt like I was like Bruce Lee for it, fighting 47 ninjas. <laughs> and I was really Fists like everywhere. I was like, yeah, I'm like, Wah! <laughs> but really I'm Ron Swallow fighting four probably drunk white trash <laughs> assholes. Scene at the end of Ip Man where he just takes out the whole like dojo. Oh, that's so dope. Oh, isn't that a great scene? That is a great God. scene. God, I just want to picture like w- like the white trash version. Of that. Donnie Yen is so that's ba- ba- no, basically yeah. you're a white trash Donnie Yen. <laughs> yeah, I might have I might have even had. Oh no, I had short hair at the time. I was going to say maybe I had a mullet, but I don't think I did. Donnie, Donnie Jin. <laughs> I don't know. I'll come up with a better pun by the end of the episode. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> Donnie Jin? Donnie Jin. Like G- Donnie Jin. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah it worked better That's in text. That's not a pun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just right. Like, yeah, we talked about that. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Off mic. Donnie Yen would be something about money. Yeah, yeah. Donnie, yeah that's good. Now that's yen. a pun. Yeah. Now that's a pun. Okay, that's, that's what good. I call wordplay. Uh, <laughs> seven. Uh, and so you, you, you punched your brother in the face? What happened? No, I knocked my sister off my back, and she knocked a... Uh, a glass off the counter and my brother cut his foot on the Whoa. shattered glass and then he started screaming like a bitch ah, and so everybody was looking at him so I took that opportunity to run back upstairs and jump out my second story window finally with one shoe on because <laughs> so my dad this all I wanted to do all day yeah. just jump out this yeah, that's what I only wanted like Batman that's what my bro- my best friend always says like every time you tell that story I picture you're like Batman busting through the window yeah. and like glasses flying everywhere but really I just like had one shoe on so I kind of like Dropped out of the yeah, window. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, you um, kind of like leaned yourself over and then kind of just lay, like let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. while we were wrestling, my dad took off one of my shoes. So, so <laughs> I have this will slow him down. Ah, old karate trick. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one shoe on. This is Achilles' and, heel. Uh, and uh, I'm not saying this because uh, you know 
Sometimes you have to be honest, and mm-hmm. I had stolen a bike from a kid. Yeah, because uh, I was a shithead. Sometimes you have a, br- a certain upbringing, and we are not here to to, to shame you. Yeah, yeah, economically, that. that kid had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm sure wait, he did. Wait, what race was he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Well, if, if he's white, he, then he gets his bike stolen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. What race were you? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Wait, what am I? What I don't even know. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, and then you, so you, you pedaled off on a stolen bike. On a stolen bike, metal pedals, and uh, during the oh. during the ride, I go. I think to myself, the cops are going to be looking for a guy with one shoe on. So if I take, so I take off my <laughs> other shoe and I throw it in a bush. Excuse me, Kit. Oh no, he's got no, no shoes no on. Shoes, no, I guess though. we're. Still I guess we're fine. That's not sketchy at all. No, no everybody's always riding their bikes with socks. <laughs> and look like socks on. yeah, let's socks so on. It looks like there were shoes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I'm lucky. Amazing. Cop didn't see me. It had definitely been like, "What are you doing, you crazy shit?" And I like ran away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, moral of this story is, uh, you know, take karate lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Get your kids in karate lessons, unless you plan on abusing them. Then don't. I guess no, that's bad advice. Wait, wait, way. don't abuse your kids. Yeah, don't I think, abuse. I think your the kids. lesson is don't abuse your kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was before we go to break here. Uh, I just want. Is that would you say that like those kinds of stories about your dad and like all the shit there? Is that kind of why you were just like I'm just never gonna do drugs or drink or anything? Oh, that's like absolutely that. why that's I don't why, do anything. Yeah, that makes Cause, sense. Because my dad was two different people. When mm-hmm. he had alcohol in him, he was an asshole who sometimes hit me. Yeah. Uh, when he was sober, he was like a guy who hugged me and said I love you a lot. Oh, God, and, that's gotta be maddening. Yeah, yeah. and that was like. It was such a clear thing to me, and I was like into science when I was a kid. So when they were like, and I'm clear, clearly still into now, but <laughs> when I was a kid, they said, you know, you can be genetically predisposed towards addiction, mm-hmm. and you should be careful of that sort of thing. And so when I saw that, I just decided, like, no, I'm yeah. good. I'm gonna skip the twelve step program that yeah. I'd eventually definitely be in, and just go straight to the results. Yeah, just do the one jump out your window program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem with other people doing drugs. Yeah, and you've never like, had like you never even had the urge because they say when they say you're genetically, you know, it's like you'd have to have at least tried something oh, no. to get that thing to kick into the gear. The first probably. time I played blackjack, I played for almost twenty hours in a row. Ooh. Oh, so you have the addictive personality? Just oh, yeah. your substances are not your thing. Did okay. that with World of Warcraft? The first time I did oh, World yeah. of Warcraft, yep. nineteen hours. That's a nice hours. safe way to channel that away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. semi-safe. Well, the blackjack thing, I mean, I had a friend in high school whose dad gambled away all of their, his kids' college funds, so I, yeah, that's yeah, dangerous, That's too. why I don't really do most gambling. I play poker. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's still gambling, by the way. Right. That's what you're just so we're clear. Yeah, okay. That's still gambling. I can quit anytime I want to, guys. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> do, well, you, uh, do you also gamble with one shoe? Because I think that would, throw, <laughs> that would throw the table off. I usually, I usually put my shoe in yeah, exactly. to really confuse everybody. Yeah, his, his is he bluffing? <laughs> his bluff is to take off one shoe and then, like, and then, I don't know. There's a riff there. Uh, <laughs> riff well, a shoe, shooty riff. Shoe. Shooty riff. Uh, shooty shoe riff. is cards, cards, shoe, shoe. Uh, wordplay. Oh, that's, uh, well, this is gonna great. Great tie for our yeah. Because I mean, this we were doing a lot of uh, real improv there, but we've got uh, the inventor of anti improv coming wow. up next. Yeah, um, we're gonna talk to him and one of his students here. Maybe Ron can stick around through it. Uh, I don't know if he's got to get going or not. We'll f- we'll figure it out in the break here, but uh, <laughs> okay, we'll come wow. back. With no, more... I can definitely stay. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> just wondering. Okay. Uh, cool. So we'll be back with more Ron Swallow, uh, Chad Huntley, and Taylor Taylor Quick. Taylor Quick. After this. He doesn't like it when I start segments that way. I do it so we can sync it up, even though it's easy to. It's already synced. There's up. nothing to sync. I know. It was like in skate videos, we would do this. In yes. Front of- <laughs> you put the hand in to know when the guy landed the trick. Yeah. 
<laughs> or girl, but usually it was a male dominated sport. Yeah, I was a pro rollerblader. So. Yeah, I know. We, we, we. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even get into that. <laughs> we didn't get into that. We'll have to have you back yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> just for that. You could be pro rollerblader Ron Swallow in the second. You'll be the character. I'll actually just be my 19 year old self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do all those jokes. All right. Go ahead. Bring us in, Maddie. Hey, Liz Bling Review. Bling Review. I remain Kevin Anderson. Congratulations. You are also someone... I am not Kevin Anderson. I'm Matt Brousseau. You always fight me on that. What? <laughs> Being I'm... myself? Yeah. Jeez. I'm excited about your microdosing, though. And we're still here with Ron <laughs> Swallow, of course. Hi. <laughs> there he is. Uh, we also have two new guests, um, which I'm very excited to talk to because uh, they are... Well, one of them is the uh, inventor and mastermind, it seems, of uh, the art form of anti-improv. Uh, wow. Chad Huntley is here. That is correct. Hey, Chad. How's it going? Uh, oh, greetings. Uh, well, let me think about this. All right, fair enough. Yeah, that's tough. Well, tough that is anti-improv already. How, uh, uh, well, how's also, it going? It's, uh, it's going all right. You also... Are you sure that's what you want to ask me? <laughs> okay, I wow. think I see. Aren't there more important things to ask? There are. Well, I was going Certainly. to ask uh, you also. You, it seems as though, how do I frame this into a question? Uh, who's this person you brought with you? Oh, there you go. I'll let her introduce herself. My name is Taylor Quick. Hi, Taylor. Oh. Uh, I'm one of... I'm one of his students. One of Chad's students. One of his. One of she is his my protégés. best student. Ooh. Protege would be the correct. Term. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for being here, uh, Chad. Uh, how long have you, or what's uh, when did you get into creating this? Because you, I'm assuming you knew about improv beforehand. Well, it's a few years ago. I uh, took Groundlings, mm -hmm. and they did not like me. Ah. Yeah, but you know th that motivated you, didn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. uh, it taught me that uh, they are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like they didn't like you in terms of like you didn't you didn't fit well in scenes with others or something like that. Yes, uh, they told me that good uh, you should not make jokes oh. while doing improv, and I said. <laughs> Well, how are you funny then? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, because because yeah. Otherwise, you're just saying stuff, right? Like, yes. Everything should be a punchline, right? That's exactly. Kind of the funny, vibe. funny. Ha ha ha. So you, they were mad that you fools. Were, you were stealing the show. It sounds. That's like. exactly what was happening. Oh man! And then so you were like, I'm I mean, do my in own my one hundred one class. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is this kind of prompted you. You were spurned by groundlings. Yes, I knew then that I had to do something different because you didn't try any of the other places mm. first, UCB or. Uh, iOS. Why? Like that. Why? Yeah, fair point. I mean, if Groundlings rejected me, I'm pretty sure they're the lowliest, right? I don't. <laughs> I didn't do research. Uh, and so then you decided to build up your own thing, your own uh, anti-improv school. Yes. The no, but. Oh, form. no, but instead of yes and. Oh, and I was okay. attracted to the no but formula because I moved here from Iowa to become an actress, and every casting director that I met said that I was deeply abrasive and. Highly uncastable. Oh, no. And the world said no, so now I say no. Oh, okay. So you took a negative and turned it into a negative, but a positive negative. Uh, yeah. I, I think you know that two negatives equals a positive. That is true. I feel like a lot of those casting directors probably said no, but. <laughs> but you can leave. Show me your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I hope not. You didn't find yourself no, in any casting. No, did not happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but who let you in? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So these weren't even uh, auditions. They were more a bum rushing. She just showed up. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, well, I think the best way to maybe get an idea of what you guys do is to maybe try doing a scene or something. Maybe oh, we can no. try. That's a great idea. No, you don't think so. She's no, no, good. no, that's part of it. It's part of it, Kevin. Don't, oh, are don't, we in? Are yeah, we in? Yeah. Who am I? I don't We're know in. who my guy is. Well, we do need, just like regular improv, a suggestion. we do need a suggestion of a place, uh, maybe, a, and, um, and a, 
A job and a place. Oh, okay. right, Wolf, maybe Wolfgang can give us a suggestion. Uh, a shoe salesman at McDonald's. <laughs> no. That's stupid. <laughs> wow, this is going great. No, we are plumbers. <laughs> okay. And Applebee's. All right. We are plumbers who work at Applebee's. Oh, wow, that's a serious plumbing. All right, and so we'll, me and Matt will be a gay couple that comes in and wants to get a t- No! <laughs> okay, well. You will be that's straight. stupid. Oh, we'll be a straight couple. <laughs> okay. Uh, oof, a lot of pressure here. It's hot out there, isn't it, Maddie? No, it's not. It's snowing. I was talking to my husband. No, you don't husband. have a husband, <laughs> but you do have a dog. Okay. Bark, bark, bark. Uh, hey, so can me and my dog get a table at this Applebee's? No, but you can get kicked in the nuts. Oh, no. Oh, oh. My bark, wiener, bark, bark. My waiter. Angry bark. Oh, they're kicking the no, dog. No, you're not waiter. angry. You are happy that your owner is being kicked in the nuts. <laughs> oh, no. My dog hates me. My dog loves that I'm getting kicked in the nuts right now. Bark. Your dog loves you because you are getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> my, do- my dog's into weird <laughs> porn. Oh, no. We don't want a kink shame. <laughs> happy bark. Happy bark. No! Uh, fuck. Now you are sad because he said the words kink shame. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, it's hard. This is hard. Can I step out for a moment? That is because you're lame. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I felt like we had a sense of where we were for sure. I felt like it was really writing itself. It was really writing itself because <laughs> Chad was writing it. Oh, right. Um, and I am a great writer. You're very good at writing. I'd like, uh, I'd, I'd like uh, Miss Quick to, to lead this next one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're your protege, you said. Yes. Uh, your star pupil. Uh, yeah, let's get us into another one. Maybe we, can, maybe we can try a few more scenes here. Okay, for this next exercise, I need somebody to give me the name of a dead relative Okay. and their worst high school memory. Oh, boy. Um, Kevin? My dad? And... No. Pick someone else. <laughs> okay. My grandfather. I'm waiting for a rebuttal. Proceed. Okay, proceed. <laughs> proceed. That's when you, no, yes, so yeah, silence proceed. is just when you can keep going. Okay, uh, so my grandfather, and he uh, uh, gets stood up on a date with uh, a lady. Did you get stood up on a date with a lady? Did I? Yes. Or am I my grandfather? This is your no, worst your high school. Your worst oh, high my school. Oh, my worst. Your, gr- no, your grandfather's no, high school. Your you're, <laughs> you're great at listening. You should be a, a, a no but uh, yeah. student as well. I feel like I'm already adopting the principles of this, which is I didn't hear anything and I just said whatever. You yeah. really you're, listen, say whatever. <laughs> you are a genius. Down. <laughs> I'm already a genius. Wow. You're that failing cool. to the top. I love it. All right, so uh, my worst high school memory would probably be uh, um, when your grandfather died. <laughs> that was before that. Um, when. Uh, my my brother went to Mexico for rehab. Perfect. Okay. Now remember, the objective is no but. In improv, you work together as a team. You want to make sure your team does well. Right. You want to make sure that you both come off as likable and charming. Uh, in the no but art form, grandstand as much as possible. Oh, Indeed. okay. Make your teammates feel small. Okay. That is the funniest. Yeah, yeah. Kind of try to push them out of the way, like 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 emotionally and physically. Just kind of get them out there. No touching. And look at that. We are no touching. No touching. That's very I mean, different than regular improv. I mean, a little touching. <laughs> a little regular touching. Regular okay. improv is filled with molestations. <laughs> we don't touch each other. No. We say that we're touching each other. So, right. for example, we'll say, I am touching your shoulder. Oh, but you I won't am- actually do it. Yeah, you have to. Okay. You, there, you move very little. In yeah, we're not trying butt. to rape you. <laughs> That's good to know. Like, I feel safer already. The good. best people in no butt almost never leave the space that they're standing in. Okay, well that's perfect because we're all sitting down here. So this is like this is like the the, the breeding grounds for a great scene here. So we're using. Wait. So how does my grandfather factor into this? So 
Uh, we're a family at a table. Okay. Uh, one of us had just left for rehab. No, they didn't. They stayed. Good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think I'm getting it. I think I'm You're getting very it. good at this. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're on the table Fantastic. and let's start. All right. Uh, and make sure, make everyone else feel small. Okay. Um, boy, these pork chops are something, aren't they? Get the fuck off the stage, everybody. This is my time. No. <laughs> it is my time. <laughs> okay. okay. There aren't pork chops. We're vegan. I'm vegan. You're nothing. I'm the one that does the improv. And my husband, Matt, agrees. Do you like peas? No. <laughs> but... Peas are for morons <laughs> who have sex with bugs because their dicks are small. <laughs> I think our son is mouthing off. Yeah, he's not our son. That's our grandson. I'm dying. Oh! Nothing exists. <laughs> Pain doesn't happen. The universe. No, pain is always happening. Fuck. Pain happens occasionally. There Ugh. is no God. There's sometimes a God. Where did that God go? Or a why? Why? God. Why? What? Oh. No. Huh? Why? How often do? But I'm breaking okay. out again. I'm breaking and out of this again. And scene. Okay, wow. that was amazing. I think that was we did. Best it was good, guys. It was that good. was pretty good. We could actually like form like a Harold group or something. I think. No. Or maybe they call it a Gerald group. I don't know. No. No. It's a Karen group. No, we're out of the scene. We're out of the scene, Matt. Are you ever out of the scene? Oh, the stage is... Uh... The answer is no. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering how often your scenes dev devolve into like existential crisis. You mean the most funny thing ever? <laughs> yeah, yes. Every single time. You know how most improv games beforehand usually have a back and forth that's kind of encouraging each other's ideas? Yes. Yeah. So Fuck that. We're going to have you and Matt play one of our favorite oh, I love it. improv I love it. games. Ooh. Uh Matt's going to say something that he likes about himself, and you're going to say why he's wrong, and vice versa, and oh, you're going to go back and forth until you run out. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Matt, you want to I'll start? give you instructions on the side. I'm sure you will. That's the one thing I've gathered from um, this. I'm left-handed. That's a dumb thing to like about yourself. You're right. I am right-handed. No, I'm not. Oh, we did it wrong. <laughs> Wait, who's incorrect? Are we in? The oh. guy who said you're right. Oh, no. was incorrect. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah, because. So you give him an insult. Oh, damn it. I mean, you tell him why he's wrong, and then you say something you like about him. Okay. You pass like, that volley. Yeah. I like that I'm able to quickly adapt to improv games. You're bad at that. And, <laughs> and your pants don't fit right. <laughs> now your turn to say something nice about yourself. Oh, yeah, um, I'm just going to sit here and just like have a real real moment. It must be really know. hard for you guys with your small IQs to do this. <laughs> given given my uh, slightly above average frame, I can fit on airplane seats pretty easily. You can't afford to fly, you cuck. <laughs> Damn, that's good. <laughs> oh, Ron, you like that one? <laughs> that's good enough. Ron was just... <laughs> Kevin, keep the ball rolling. Uh, 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 I'm very, uh, I'm very uh, welcoming to guests on Bleak and Review. You're a terrible host and your mother doesn't like you. <laughs> no. uh, Matt, no. go! Uh, uh, um, Something nice about yourself. I know it's hard. Uh... My 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 niece thinks I'm cool. Your niece is a liar. Your niece isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, keep the pace alive. Um, um um I have a pretty strong jawline. I was told earlier by a couple people. You don't even have a face. Oh god. And you you're responsible for 9/11. <laughs> no you. Um, uh, uh, we should take a break here and have maybe. <laughs>
<laughs> I can see how this builds. Build it builds. It definitely builds. It heightens, <laughs> but mostly my anxiety. <laughs> Ron Swallow has been very quiet this whole segment, but he's loving this game. I think he might. Maybe we maybe buy that theater. We turn it into an anti-improv place. What do you think, Ron? I think it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> maybe uh, Chad and uh, Taylor. Maybe since you guys, maybe you guys want to try the exercise. Maybe show us how it's done. Like you're, maybe you're we, we can maybe learn a few things because we took a long time between <clears throat> uh, insults and then compliments about ourselves. Maybe you can yes. kind of give us a more rapid fire. Okay, so I'll do compliments about Matt, and you'll do compliments about Kevin. <laughs> oh no, each other uh, that's wrong. a great idea. It's not quite what I thought, but I guess uh, I'm ready. For it. Matt has a great head of hair. Uh, Matt is one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. Uh, if 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 a dog fucked him, I would be surprised. Uh, that would be too, honestly. Wait, was I talking about Matt or Kevin? I got close. I do Matt, you do Kevin. Oh, okay. That's an insult in itself. Uh, Matt and Kevin are interchangeable. Kevin's 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 glasses make him look very intelligent. <laughs> Kevin's glasses make him look like a kid that popped out the 3D lenses to look cool. Wow, deep. Accurate. <laughs> oh no. Matt. Matt Brousseau has a voice for radio. Matt has a voice for pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> Where all these kids come from? <laughs> Kevin has a slim form and is tall and attractive. Ooh. Kevin has the body shape of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I, I still hear compliments. <laughs> Why are there so many songs, songs about are... rainbows? Actually, there's not that many Kevin songs about them. <laughs> looking like shit. <laughs> oh. oh, do you guys do? That's another thing because a lot of a big part of regular improv is like musical improv or like you know freestyle rapping or like building a song. Do you guys do any of that in your uh, in your studies? No. <laughs> oh, fair enough. But we do play the chinchilla. <laughs> you play the chinchilla, the, the rodent? I mean, you have to kill it first. Oh, okay. That's good to say. Thankfully. I feel like we're starting a scene. <laughs> no, we don't really have music. I mean, some people will freestyle, mm. but we have to change their subjects as fast as we can to intentionally trip them up. Oh, it also boy. cannot rhyme. Oh, uh, it can't rhyme? Oh, so, no, I'm, I'm trying ready. to make them not rhyme. That would be just the same as if you were just doing improv. That's, that's true. true. Uh, he I, rhymed. Well, I, I, don't know if, I know you guys don't know, we all just met today, but I actually do rap a little bit. Do you want to try this game with me? Maybe I can <laughs> yeah. rap. Yeah, so, and then you, basically, so I'll just start. You give we're going to go round robin. Oh, boy. Each give him a topic. The second you're sick of that topic, give him another topic and he has to switch. Oh, boy. So we'll okay. start with Matt doing first topic, me doing second topic, Ron doing third topic. Make sure it's in extremely difficult uh, and if anything something that would make him heal- feel inadequate oh, yes boy. and I Chad Huntley will sit this out because <laughs> no, you just uh, give me this topics. is a beginner's game oh okay so, so okay, we'll just do me. Taylor uh, I will let Ron here. sit in and help with this one. Oh, Ron's gonna sit okay Ron yeah, you're right you gave <laughs> yeah, that I, okay yeah right, sure cool, that sounds cool. great let's do it uh, so okay also give him a really terrible beat oh I, that might be tough to that's a lot of oh my goodness we can always Matt, just first subject Tanuki doesn't like you. You're my guinea pig is crazy. I try to be his friend. He doesn't want anything to do with me, man. It's messed up. Legos. I like my guinea pig because he stacks up Legos on the back of a truck and he builds a spaceship like the guy. Too much rhyming. Too much (laughs) rhyming. I guess I'm doing kind of poopy. I don't need a topic. I'll just keep talking Legos. Unless you got something, maybe you talk about waffles. Your knees. My knees. I thought you said my knees. I don't got one. But I got knees and I got a couple hot ones. They're pretty cool now. I'm in school now. Learning anti-imp from these fools now. Orange is a word that doesn't rhyme with much. 
much. I feel like this is going to be tough. And uh, The oh financial boy. fallout of the repeal of the Glass-Steagall bill. I don't know what that is, but I bet it's really hard to get back in biz when you got a financial fallout. Wall Street, you hear me? You coming? Smegma. Smegma comes out of dicks and stuff. I'm pretty sure it's like dick cheese. Is that right? I'm not sure. Now I'm not rhyming. You got to my head. I feel dick like cheese. I should be dead. Dick cheese. Also known as Richard Park. I don't know what I'm saying from the front to the start. The end to the back. The ends to the means. Communism Ain't is the only way that we get. fucking. Ain't all a fucking. It's when you do it in the back door. I did it with a crack whore. It was kind of gross. Uh, Your I toast. My toes or my toast? My tosis? What are we talking about? Your toes. My toes are really gross and I got an ingrown toenail. It makes me really okay. sad and it makes you want to go kill myself. Yeah. On a serious note, I yes. can help you with your ingrown toenail. Oh, well, so this, <laughs> it did accomplish something. I got it's it at the success. very least. I got a good recommendation for, uh, what is it, a podiatrist? Ear, ear, nose, throat, foot doctor. I think yes. you are ready for my beginner class. All right. It well, is only $7,000. Okay. Oh, man. Well, my credit's below 600 Is that okay? <laughs> That's perfect. Right. Your credit has to either be below 600 or CISO or Bones. <laughs> I would... I would... Wow. So if I have a credit from CISO or the recently canceled Fox television show Bones, I can get into this class for free? Yes. If you're Ian Russo. <laughs> Wait, does he take your classes? I know this guy. Obviously. Okay, cool. Um, well, that's a bit of inside fun for us. Uh, but no, it wasn't. No, that was just for, for me. <laughs> just for Chad you. Chad Huntley. Chad Huntley. Just for Chad. And not Taylor Ron Swallow. No, no, no. Of course not. Ron Swallow's just kicking back, uh, not doing drugs right now. Yeah, I don't like to do drugs. drugs. I know you. I know you. That's Still okay. the same OG. Uh, well, no, actually, he loves it. Wow. Gotcha. That, would be, that, that was be... fantastic. Oh, that was... no budding. Yes. No budding. I'm proud of you. Now, here's, here's the thing. Uh, where do you guys stand on uh, letting people cut in line? No butts, no cuts, no coconuts. Is the no butts apply there? Uh, you, of course, may cut in line. Okay, cool. That's if you exactly. got a CISO credit. <laughs> awesome. Uh, cool. Well, um, is there any, uh, like, do you guys do shows around town? Are you doing festivals? Do you have your own, like, circuit that you guys are doing? Because I think people really want to, I think people, listeners of this show, will definitely appreciate the idea of people talking over each other. Yes. We're and- doing the uh, Ohio Comedy Festival. In Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a comedy festival in Ohio. Okay. Uh, where basically comics do five minute sets talking about crazy days that they've had. Improv oh. is all no budding, and every single storytelling show has um punctuated every other two words. <laughs> um. So it's like an anti festival. Our yeah. headliner is a woman that we found who's the funniest person in our group of friends who says, Look at my asymmetric haircut. Oh my God, I dyed it purple. Isn't it crazy for three hours? Oh my God. Well, he just repeats that. <laughs> well, well, that's be- brilliant. It's all on that is very, very highbrow. I like. Will there be appearance of the guy who says, my life's like a sitcom? He will be opening for the one that says, oh my God, I drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, the best part about that, though, is you get to punch all of them. Oh, <laughs> okay. it's kind of like a dunk tank situation where mm-hmm. you get to go up and just punch all the performers. Yeah. Yeah. But they punch you back. Oh, oh okay. Well, I mean, if you're standing in a doorway, we've heard that that's Careful. definitely right within your right to punch back at that point. Mm. Will these all be taking place in doorways? 
No. They'll be taking place in doorways, and oh. it's funded by that one thin-lipped actress whose name you can't remember. <laughs> Just curious, oh, I, I, I feel like I might know somebody that's going to this festival. Is uh, is the guy who uh, who uh, says uh, this shit worked last week? Is that guy? <laughs> is that guy there? Yes, indeed. Uh, okay, cool. He uh, found. He it. also. Uh, it's also the guy who says uh, uh, this shit worked when I was in Ohio, <laughs> <laughs> which is great because he's oh, because you're in Ohio. Yeah. Exactly. No. The Ohio, Ohio Comedy Festival takes place in Arizona. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you were fools to think it was in Ohio. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good, uh, some good, and it's in the middle of the summer too, so it's just unbearably hot the whole time too. Oh, right? absolutely. Oh, this sounds like a real destination. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you should get into it. Uh, it's cool. like Firefest. It's, it's actually, like Fire it Fest. is actually sponsored by Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> or J Rule. Wouldn't it be Nine Rule? <laughs> Na Rule, actually. Na Rule. Na Rule. I went the German way with it, but you, yours is better. Da. Da, da, da Rule. It is better. You should always acknowledge that. That is better? Nine Rule. Yeah, yeah. No is the way. No is the way. The to way Broadway. is no. To Broadway. Uh, cool. Well, <laughs> thank um, you so much. Thank you guys Kelly. for coming and teaching us all about this. That was. Uh, I feel like I learned a lot. Uh-huh. I'm going to retool didn't. my whole act. I did not. Well, I feel yeah. like I could have learned a lot. And isn't that the? You could have learned a lot if you were less of a moron. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? Uh, I didn't learn a lot. I didn't learn anything because I wasn't listening. Because I'm a great student. Now you're the best. <laughs> Flip flopping mm. all over. Cool. Uh, so we'll be back. We're going to go a quick break. Yep. I believe uh, we'll be back. Uh, with some people. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Stop fiddling with your hands. No, I'm not fiddling with my hands. I'm just... Uh, we'll be fl- right back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Blink Review. We're back. Kevin's got new glasses. New glasses. He looks just like Travis Rust. Yeah. T-Rust? Who's, who's Travis I don't know. Rust? Oh, no, not pa- Paul Rust. Paul Rust. It's Travis Clark Travis, and Paul Rust. Travis Rust Kevin. is actually a comic in L.A., though. I <laughs> honestly amalgamated person. Travis Clark because he has similar glasses and Paul Rust as it was coming out of my mouth. Boom. Travis uh, Rust. He goes by trust, right? <laughs> trust? Yeah. I, would I mean, I would if that was... It's the ringer tea and the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Chad Huntley and uh, uh, Taylor Quick had to leave. They went and uh, finished their... Uh, or did they, Kevin? Or did they? Maybe they're still Who here. Who knows I how they leave? people drive straight into a divider. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. that's comedy that for you. They really, they really embody the, uh, the the spirit of their I guess problems. they're against traffic laws as well. <laughs> <laughs> Red light? No, but green light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. But uh, we're back here with Ron Swallow, of course, and a uh, newcomer to the show, Vanessa Gritton. Uh, <laughs> Uh, newcomer. A, well, well, newcomer well, to this episode. Welcome. Uh, we just—it's just in time for plugs. Sorry that we uh, weren't able to get you earlier in the episode, but uh, you know. All right. The only reason I'm here is because you lost your keys. That's true. Oh, oh yeah, no, man. but uh, you lost your keys, and I drove you here. What you you actually doing? shouldn't do that. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't think so. so I mean, they were really excited like, yeah. about it, so I get sometimes. Although get... it was funny when you guys were insulting each other. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they get swept up in it, you know. And I, I could thing. not have to stop laughing at that. <laughs> Fun. Uh, cool. So we're going to do some plugs here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode comes out Thursday, May 18th. Uh, we'll start here with Ron Swallow. What do you got going on online or otherwise that you would like the people to know about? Well, if you just look up Ron Swallow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or any of that, I'll come up. Oh, you nailed the name for all the handles? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right on, man. Um, and it's not a lot of Ron Swallows, weirdly. Although there's a guy who's a... I found out when I first moved to L.A. that the guy who's the pr- fan... Uh, who's the president of the Beach Boys fan club is named Ron Swallow. Oh shit! Wow. Because somebody called me and was like, "Hey, are you the uh, fan? Uh, you know, the Beach Boys?" Oh really? Fan? And I was like, "No, um, no, I'm no, but twenty three. <laughs> you should be like, no, they suck now. Yeah, <laughs> they're dead. I don't even know if they're dead. That's how uh, well, they little I know. About I don't even Beach remember Boys. Pet Sounds. Uh, <laughs> cool. So yeah, Ron Swallow um, and all the things. Yeah, uh, Ron Swallow and all the things. Uh, there's a couple of things coming up. Uh, 
uh, July 14th, which I know is a few months away, but hey, listen to this. Remember this. Mark it wow. in your calendar because I'm doing Mint on Card. Oh, uh, yes. Chef May show. Yay. And it's yeah. uh, the pre-San Diego sh- uh, Comic-Con show. Oh, nice. Uh, and if you're at Comic-Con, I will be doing shows. So you can just add me on Facebook and I'll, I always do shows for, uh, for Comic-Con, usually at uh, Comedy Palace or Madhouse for oh, whatever yeah. nerd oh, themed show they have going on. Fuck oh, yeah. I'll be at uh, Anime Expo. Uh, and I'll be at uh, Stanley's Kamikaze when that comes out. But that's oh, still a few months away. But I'm always on. I always do those shows. Uh, and this isn't done yet. Uh, but I have a. I'm creating a nerd dating site. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, you it's called nerdiestmatch.com, mm-hmm. uh, and it will be done probably. I'm gonna guess guess uh, end of August. Nice. And that's kind of like an actual. That's like an actual date. It's not a bit. It's an it's actual no. dating site. It's a dating that's site. That's fantastic because yeah. I'm a huge nerd for sex. <laughs> <laughs> High five. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. That'll be launching. I'm sure if you follow Ron on uh, online, you'll be able to get all these updates about yep. all these things that are further off than this week. But uh, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, awesome. That that's cool shit. Anything else? Uh, no, no, sadly. And awesome. nobody has booked me on anything in June. So, hey, uh, <laughs> comics, if you're listening to this and you want to book me on something yeah. <laughs> in June. <laughs> we should ask for booking requests in our plugs more often. I'm like a real that. good at stand-up. <laughs> yeah, I can vouch for that. Ron hey, Swall is very funny. I know jokes. Yeah, I know jokes. Yeah. You don't I, know no jokes. I know what the jokes. <laughs> I know what the jokes. Hey, you like the jokes. Yeah, hey, that's one of my jokes. I know, I'm doing your All jokes. Right. I know your I know what your jokes. Vanessa Grin. Yeah. Me. <laughs> you. Uh you can find me on the internet across many things. Uh under at Ness Gritton. That's N-E-S-G-R-I-T-T-O-N. Uh March seventeenth. This comes out the eighteenth. Never mind. I had a show. It would have been cool if <laughs> you, you were, were there. Great. You were great. Uh March twenty fifth, I'm doing a show at something I call the Dark Horse Tavern, I think. Oh. Uh look me up on Take Walk podcast. We have a bunch of episodes where people take me to interesting places in Los Angeles and tell me the history about it, and then I try and edit it. Uh, <laughs> that's on the be, Unpopular Opinion that's Network. That's on the Unpopular Opinion Network. You can also find me polishing Kevin's swords, because what have I become? Ah, my sweetest, no sweetest friend. friend. Ah, uh, everyone jinx. I know goes to shows God. with their friends. Okay. Oh, friend with friend, that's not good. Okay. We're not freestyle rapping okay. anymore. You didn't polish my swords. It was a euphemism. It was a joke. Oh, that means she sucks your dick sometimes. <laughs> it's the one time I actually have swords <laughs> with me because of the show I'm doing later. I actually have swords, so it's like that's the only time that euphemism was confusing for me. Also, I'm unemployed. Please hire me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck fuck yeah. Cthulhu! Uh, please hire me. For literally anything. I will clean your house. I will write jokes for you. Yep. So many of you need it anyway. Ah! Fire. Hot fire. You know that weird bit about that crazy friend you have at work? I could put a punchline in it. Nice. Yay! I'm so bitter. All right, I'm done. <laughs> cool. Yeah, everyone should check out Vanessa at her shows and online because she's very funny. She is. Absolutely. Matt Brousseau! Uh I think when this comes out, either the Thursday or the Friday, I'm going to be on a show called Chain Reaction at the Clubhouse. Ooh. Or maybe it's the Friday after that. I don't know. Hey, Just, uh, figure I'll, it I'll out, put it on assholes. my social shit. Yeah. Uh, Shows at the Clubhouse are fun. They yeah. are. Yeah. One of the yeah. most fun rooms. Uh, if you go there and you're like, where is it? Oh, just look for some people just milling around in front of a door with a yeah. keypad. Right on by it. a John's, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Or a Vons. Is it a Vons or a John's? It's the same thing. And how is John's a thing? Why does it's that a, exist? It's a Vons. It's just a Vons it's, with just it's Vons, sign out? It's, it's Vons with like Mediterranean stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't no. know. Is I that didn't real? That. Yeah, they have a bunch of, they have more uh, like. We should have talked about Halal this in the beginning. Meets. I know. This is the first thing that I've learned on this podcast. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. I not that you fiddle? No, I know that I fiddle. I'm aware of the fiddles. Oh, he's a fiddler. 
fiddle of gold. Go, okay. Charlie Come Daniels. On. You're fit as a fiddle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fit as a fiddle. Charlie Daniels. By the way, can we, I know maybe and we're over no, we're, not we're doing over credits, but let not me over. say that uh, the devil wins on that thing. Yes. I don't care what you people think. Yeah. And that... Oh, and when, when you're saying like back to back, if you put the songs like the bits... If you put the fiddle against the other fiddle, yeah. Johnny does not win nah. shit. No. No. His fiddle had backing like fucking rock guitars. That's man. the trick the devil pulls, where he makes you think you're the winner. Oh. Yeah. And that's what we come up with today. Satan always wins. <laughs> there is no God. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, we all just got that hive mind going. Oh, uh, man. If, if only Alexandra Jones was here. Oh, Give boy. me a big round of applause for Satan. <laughs> hey, all right, Satan. Good stuff. I'm <laughs> super impressionable. So I'm um, oh, yeah. Plugging Satan. It's my new book. You catch uh, me in the ninth circle of hell. Uh, uh, Capital City IT, Twitter, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And Boom. Kevin. Hey, uh, t- uh, when this comes out uh, tomorrow, I will be at uh, Doug Dixon's backyard in Hollywood doing a uh, workout room. Right. So, very excited about that. Just got added to that today. It's a real fun party environment. A lot of funny comics there. They do an open mic afterwards, but uh, I'm on the show part, which means I do. T- Seven minutes and not three, so yeah, I get drunk and go up near the end. I used to do four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so comics, uh, do that. <laughs> Don't come for my part, but uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. So I'll be doing that tomorrow. Uh, that'll be fun. Other than that, uh, it's, you know, KB Anderson, yo, Twitter and Instagram, Bleak Pod on Twitter for this podcast. Rated or whatever. Yeah, I do don't that know. shit on iTunes. Tell us we're great. Give us a recipe and five stars. Yeah, send us some recipes. You know, send us a five star recipe. Give us a four star review. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's fair. Uh, what is your social security number? Seven seven eight one two one five 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 five. It's eight six seven five three zero nine. Actually, it's eight six seven five three zero nine. Great. Uh, Ron, Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go say thank you to those other weirdos later. They're out, probably out crashed by their cars still. No. So. Can, no I, but can I sing the name of your, your podcast? I would love it if we go out on Ron singing the name of the I'm podcast. I'm going to do a middle version. Ron Swallow for Bleak and Review. Bleak and Review! Doesn't get any better than that, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm doing my best Wolfgang. That's it. I'm living my best Wolfgang. My God. My God. This episode 80 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Ron Swallow. Did I bleed into that? I think I spoke into it. Try it just one more time. We have, we have separate microphones. But I think I said, oh, because you, you don't have to use my... <laughs>